Welcome to the Refined Life Podcast. Today, we're speaking with Sabrina Lupi of Coinbase. She's a senior creative producer there. Um, Sabrina, let's, uh, let's start with your personal story and how you got involved with crypto, and uh, then we'll get into how you got involved with Coinbase. So interestingly enough, I had kind of been called to uh, watch this Vox um, mini documentary thing on what crypto was and kind of how it was, you know, manifesting in the world. Um, I don't know what kind of inspired me to watch it one day, um, but I did. And it had this kind of negative perception to it. Um, like Fundamentally, it just kind of sounded like, oh, this is kind of a scary thing that's happening. But in my mind, I was thinking, I don't think this has to be scary. This sounds like it could have some really cool kind of implications and um, it could really change the world in a lot of ways if it was used, you know, the right way. Um, and about a week after that, I got a call from a good friend of mine who I've worked with for almost a decade now. Um, and he was like, hey, what are you up to? Um, are you interested in doing production work? Or I was kind of in and out of production work as a freelancer at the time. And he was like, are you interested in like really focusing on that? And I was like, absolutely, that's exactly what I wanna do. I wanted to get back into executive producing and um, telling stories really. Um, and so we had lunch and he asked me like, what do you know about crypto? And I said, it's so funny you ask because I just learned the bare minimum probably that I could learn about it. And I wasn't even sure what drew me to it, but something tells me that I should keep learning more. Um, and he was like, well, you absolutely should. He knows me very well. So he was like, kind of presented it to me from this like social perspective of how it could create economic freedom and access for people who historically haven't had access and even like a, a redistribution of wealth perspective. Um, that I was very much able to get behind. And he um, also talked about the culture at Coinbase um, and how his team was run mostly by women. And we had these ERGs that were really like, uh, ERGs are employee resource groups. So kind of um, internal communities within Coinbase um, and how they were really pillars of the culture and um, so much of like what happened in those ERGs defined um, how Coinbase it presented itself to the world and what kind of content came out of the came out of our our media production arm there, um, and so I pretty instantly was like captivated by the idea that there's this whole new financial system being built, um, and yeah, that that's really what drew me to crypto in the first place. But I had very, very, very limited knowledge of, of what it really was. Um, when, what year was it that you started working for Coinbase? Yeah. So that was a uh, fall of 2019. Okay. Um, yeah. for people who have say a year of experience, you know, being interested in crypto, um, give or take, should they is the culture still the same or is, is there still opportunity for people who may not have, you know, years of expertise? Should they be intimidated to look for opportunities to help at Coinbase or is, is there room for people who, you know, have skills and crossover 
talents that from pre other non-crypto related employment that that uh, they could use at Coinbase? Should they be intimidated to get in touch with you guys, even if they don't consider themselves an expert in crypto? Yeah, absolutely not. I think um, crypto is still pretty new. And to be honest, it's so it's changing so rapidly. I mean, NFTs just kind of came into the forefront of things. That was something that I had never heard of until, you know, it was big this year. Um, and I feel like there's always going to be so much to learn. It's not it's going to be kind of like a never ending just um, growth of this industry. And so I think coming in, it really you don't need to have crypto knowledge. But what I do think you need to have is that drive to learn and to continuously learn um and just a passion for um creating you know this new financial system whatever that may be and kind of learning about i mean i didn't even know much about finance when i started at coinbase i didn't know what equity was i didn't know um you know like anything about how to invest or what like day trading would look like um and I honestly didn't even really check my Coinbase account too much. Like I would kind of buy some Bitcoin here and there, but I didn't really think about it um, for a year until I started learning more about investing and return on investment and how all that works. And so I think there's plenty of opportunity to come in with very limited knowledge of crypto and finance if you have a really strong skill set in a creative or artistic area um, as long as you're kind of passionate about the mission itself and really willing to spend a lot of time just learning and participating in the community um, i think community in crypto it seems to be a, a pretty hot topic right now so I feel like if you can come in with that mindset of just like connecting, meeting people, learning what everybody's working on, um, and again, just continuing to learn, that's probably the best thing you could bring to the table at this point. Yeah, and I I recommend people on on the uh, Coinbase Careers page. Um, there are several videos uh, on there that really go into depth about the Coinbase mission, um, yep. and they touch on on you know banking the historically unbanked and and um you know equal opportunities uh to the global population um, for these services and uh i think that you know it's it's a good indicator about whether or not coinbase would be a place for you if you get excited watching those videos <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I learned about crypto through a lot of Coinbase events. Um, Afrotech was the first event I went to. And so I learned about crypto from the perspective of people who were using blockchain for like activist work uh, and people who had used crypto to build uh, global economies in these rural Central American um, towns that they had grown up in. So um if you can kind of find the angle on it that you're really passionate about, I think that's really the driver and you're going to learn so fast. There's so many resources, um, especially now that it's really becoming more mainstream. Um, Coinbase has started, actually, we launched Coinbase Learn late, late last year, and that's an incredible resource for just learning the basics of, 
um, finance and crypto um, together. And people can find that on coinbase.com. Just uh, there's a series of headers there, and one of which is learn. So I definitely recommend people check that out. Yeah, yeah. And have to plug earn too. I do produce all of the earn content. So that's a great way to actually earn crypto while you're learning about it. And kind of something really cool about that is I earned, for example, a bunch of Stellar when I first started at Coinbase and kind of didn't, you know, again, I hadn't checked my account too much. I didn't really watch the ups and downs. But a year later, when I was paying more attention, I realized that Stellar that I had earned for free was worth a 100 bucks. Um, so I cannot recommend the earn, um, campaigns more. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I've, I've participated in all of those as well. And, and, uh, it's, it's super fun just to get that, those intros to the various protocols and, and tokens, and then, um, yeah, watch, watch what happens when you check back, you know, after, after a certain period of time. Um, that's a pretty awesome program. Yeah. Uh, so. Let's talk about specifically working at Coinbase and, um, you know, what is, uh, Coinbase is fully remote now. Is that, is that accurate? Yep. We are remote first. And I was pretty proud that they had made that decision very quickly after um, COVID and all the shelter in place orders happened. Um, It felt very like intentional. And ever since then, we've really focused on prioritizing making that um just a a great place to work remotely basically Mm -hmm. and so yeah what's your typical day like yeah um gosh it's kind of hard to say i feel like days aren't generally typical with productions we get a lot of um a lot of requests from a lot of different kind of places and so i think i do a good amount of google meets throughout my day. Um, But we also have a really strong remote first leadership team who uh, is prioritizing meeting hygiene right now. So they're sending out a lot of guidelines around um, how do we make sure that meetings aren't taking away from people's time to actually work on projects. um, And that all the meetings we have are very intentional and um, there always has to be an agenda and we try to end early if we can um, because it is you know everything here is very collaborative there's a lot of um, there's a lot of input from cross-functional teams that has to go in each project so I think we lean on slack and I think we're I mean I haven't worked at another company that used Slack this way, like so robustly, but I feel like our Slack hygiene is, is pretty incredible. I think people have gotten really good at communicating that way um, to kind of be just as efficient as possible without having to book up a whole day of meetings during the week. So what are some of the challenges with, with a fully remote company? Yeah, I mean, I am a total people person. And I feel like I just am better in person. It's like, it's, it's kind of Slack does still feel like very formal. When I send someone a message, I feel like I'm like asking them to do something. And I, I try to always start with a greeting and like, how's your week going and then kind of jump into the request. But 
um, in person, it's so much easier to kind of just have those impromptu conversations and just jam on ideas over lunch and things like that. And so um, the biggest challenge for me has been that like face to face connection. And it's kind of funny because before I worked at Coinbase, I was actually remote for a couple years. And I really liked that it was before COVID. So I actually could move around and be out in the world um, working wherever I wanted. But when I started at Coinbase, it was you know clear right away that I would have to go into the office. And I wasn't sure if I was going to like that. But pretty much immediately because of the culture and just the like the caliber of people that work there, I was I'm so energized by being in the office, even during COVID, when we started to open back up to a very limited number of people, I jumped on that opportunity, because just being there in the office in the financial district of San Francisco, and we, um, we have other offices too. But I think that energy just really drives me and motivates me. So trying to recreate that in a remote first world um, definitely has been the biggest challenge. Um, but I will say I've been proud of, of what we've been able to accomplish in that area. Yeah. So um, are there any initiatives that Coinbase is employing to kind of keep that energy and, and kind of social connection up among the employees? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, when COVID, when the shelter in place stuff first happened, um, we were doing every Friday this like tour of some kind of like zoo or like animal situation. Um, and it was kind of, it was silly. Like people would, you know, show up and their kids would be there and people really looked forward to that. And so that was a really good way just right from the start to keep people, you know, engaged and connected and just remind us that, you know, Coinbase sees us as people and they don't just want us to be here like, you know, heads down on these projects all day. They want us to have that social connection and have fun times together. Um, and then from there, we we got really good at just having regular um, team building virtual activities. We did a lot of the Airbnb experiences and things like that. Um, and virtual happy hours where you'd had to like show up in a costume. And I really, um, you know, it sounded kind of like, I don't know if I want to do that with my Friday night, but then I was, you know, you would join one and it was like, this is so fun. Um, the people that I work with are so fun. And, and I mean, I'm on a creative team too. So there's just uh, a lot of, you know, artistic stuff going on as well. Um, yeah, yeah. And then also kind of for the long term, I think we really leaned into the employee resource groups. Um, those have been a really, really strong like form of connection for me. I started um, towards the end of 2020. I became a leader of one of the groups called Thrive, which centers on neurodiversity and disability. And to be perfectly honest, that is what got me through the kind of deepest, darkest part of COVID when things started to feel like, are things ever going to be the same again? Am I ever going to get to be with people in person? And we had these monthly check-ins through Thrive and all of the ERGs do something similar. But um, those check-ins and connecting with people in that way really was um, a big driver for of motivation and energy for me for a while. Hmm, nice. Well, it sounds like, yeah. yeah, it sounds like there's opportunities to either 
engage in in um you know remote social events like that mm-hmm. um even if you're not located in san francisco even though it's it's uh you know fully yeah i don't know yeah, that's actually a really important thing to note is uh, one of the first things that leadership said when we decided to fully shift to remote first was that there should be absolutely no benefit to being in an office or participating virtually in an event. And that is has been their biggest priority. And so now that we're starting to think about going back to in-person events, they're, they're really um, trying to drill down on like how do we make sure that you can participate in these from anywhere in the world and get that same impact that you would get in person. And how does that work with uh, you know the distributed workforce with being global um, and connecting time zones and things like that? Are there a lot of uh, off-hour demands um, for for employees? Um, I mean, for me, for example, with my role. Um, I work with a team in London and it works out amazingly because we get feedback in on something, they turn it around overnight and the next day we have V2 and we get, you know, things just kind of can go a lot faster. So there are a lot of benefits to it, I would say. Um, And on top of that, we have a ton of passionate people here from all around the world who are really, um, they really want to focus on kind of maintaining that connection among among what we call Coinbase too. And so you have a lot of people stepping up to say, hey, I see you have this initiative happening in San Francisco. That's really cool. Like the time zones that you're working with don't work for us, but can I recreate this over here in Dublin? And then you can totally collaborate and like what's working for us here is some advice and everything goes on everyone's calendar. So even if it's not in your time zone, you can participate if it works for you. Um, and I think that is something that I see a lot of people really trying to like make sure that that is always available. Nice. So are there, for somebody who is considering, you know, applying to a Coinbase job, for somebody who's, let's say, on the East Coast versus the West Coast, should they expect to keep West Coast working hours or should they um, expect that, you know, they can work a standard, you know, whatever it is, seven to five or eight to five or, um, you know, whatever the Coinbase typical workday is? Yeah, I think that definitely is probably a case by case basis, um, depending on your role and your projects at the time. It For me, it definitely varies. I know my manager has been on the East Coast a lot um, this past month, and it hasn't been an issue at all. Um, he works the hours that make sense for him, and then he makes sure that in Slack, people know when he's available. And um, as long as it makes sense for what you're working on at the time, we're, we typically are, are really flexible and able to just make it work. I know one of my program managers on one of my biggest projects was on East Coast time, and um it never was really an issue he was always like i'll be off by you know three at your time and make sure we get everything we need to talk about done before then clear communication is one of our core values and i think we i mean everyone that i work with excels in that area and slack too is great because you drop something in there there's not an expectation that you need to respond right away um 
And if something is an emergency, I think um, it's it's easy to like get a hold of, you know, people know when when they need to be on standby for things too. Um, so I think, yeah, we do a really good job of just making it work. Nice. Um, so let's go into a little bit more detail on this employee resource group. So is that just a, a group of employees that are organized through Slack or how, how is that set up? Yeah. So it's all voluntary. You would volunteer to lead an ERG um, we have some people actually setting up new ones right now. So kind of cool to get to see that process. But um, yeah, basically, you just uh, get together with like-minded people who want to create a community around uh, whatever you're kind of centralizing. So for me, uh, like I said, neurodiversity and disability. But then we also have our color block, which is people of color. We have We At, which is the women's ERG, APAC, which is Asian Pacific Islander, and Pride, of course. Um, and we're also working on, you know, veterans. We have a lot of parents. So um, whatever we can do, even sometimes we'll just kind of start an impromptu, like, social Slack channel, and that can turn into something. Um, but it, it really is all run by people who are just passionate about connecting people and about making sure that people feel people know that there are others here within the company that they can um, connect with over things that you know aren't necessarily work in crypto it's like what are what are what's this community's perspective on what we're working on it's it's pretty awesome to hear that there's such a focus on diversity from what you were saying earlier about you know mm -hmm. having having um, a lot of leadership roles uh, filled by you know women and having all these resources for um you know historically underrepresented groups it doesn't sound like there is a monoculture promoted you know at, at coinbase no absolutely not and i think that was probably the strongest like selling point for me i actually started as a contractor at coinbase and seeing the ergs getting to participate in those was the biggest thing that made me want to convert to full-time because I was like, I want to be able to really, you know, as a contractor, you get access to some stuff, but not everything. And I was like, I can tell that this is like a pretty robust set of programs that they're running. Um, and also I was connecting with these incredible people and having these amazing, like life-changing conversations. Um, and I think Coinbase really like prioritizes fostering that which is nice. really awesome. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned uh, that you came on initially as a contractor. Is that is that an option that people should explore if they want if they have a skill set and they want to kind of dip their toe in the water of of having an employment relationship with Coinbase? Yeah, I think that's another case by case basis depending on the team, depending on uh, maybe if there's just a project that speaks to you, um versus, you know, wanting to come in full time and like wear all the hats of, it's still very much, you know, startup vibes in the sense that we all wear a lot of hats. There's a lot to do. And so there's a lot of opportunity. Um, but I could definitely see people coming in and saying, you know, I have so many hours per week, and I'm really passionate about this specific thing. And I have this skill set that I see, you know, gaps in for that you guys, you know, could, that I could fill for you guys. I think, yeah, people could definitely bring that to the table. 
what you just said there kind of makes me think about kind of career progression. Um, is there, are there opportunities if you, let's say you come in, um, under one job title and, but you've got several different passions that you're looking to explore. Are there ways to like, are there career development programs or continued education programs or anything like that or ways to, to help in other departments? Yes, that is my, I mean, I probably have said this like three times already, but that is my favorite thing about working at Coinbase. Um, at least at this point in the company's growth, for example, I'm a, a video producer that is my skill set, um, but I'm very, very, very passionate about BID and ERGs and making sure that people know that they're there and that, um, you know, that that side of the mission comes across externally as well as internally. And so when I heard that we wanted to make um, like a landing page to share about BID at Coinbase, I was like, I, whatever I can do to help produce that, I will do it. And so I'm actually like producing this landing page now, which is not in my job description, but it's something I'm really passionate about. And to take that even further, I see so many people going from, you know, customer to support to becoming engineers um, and things like that. And I think, I mean, from the start, when I came to Coinbase, people were asking me, what do you want to do? Um, how can we get you to be doing the things, the exact things that you want to do? And, um, that's just what I've been doing ever since I just decide what I want to do and and there's room for it, which is awesome. That is awesome. That's, that's, um, yeah, that's really inspiring. Cause I think that, you know, first of all, people, most people come in with, with various interests and, um, it's sometimes easy to read a job description that you see posted on online and feel like, well, yeah, this this has overlap in both what I've gained experience in in previous jobs and you know, or certain levels of interest. But who knows what I'm going to be interested in you know, <laughs> next year or in five years or whatever the time frame is that you know an individual's interests kind of shift. But um, yeah, it just in order to keep things fresh, having that room to grow within a single company, I think is is um, at least personally for me is really. Uh, exciting to hear um, that yeah. you know people wouldn't necessarily have to look for the next best job at a different company after developing all these relationships and putting in all this investment um, in a in a certain position um, that they can you know find ways to tap into those shifting interests and career development opportunities within a single company is something that I uh, see as very beneficial yeah yeah we have this other value of act like an owner. And that is something that I see pretty much every single person I've met at Coinbase like embodies that value. Um, if you see something that needs to be done, people just get it done. And or, you know, they figure out how to get it done if it's not necessarily the, their skill set. Um, and that is something that it makes me feel very empowered in my day to day to know that that's actually expected of me. Um, and I feel like very invested in Coinbase's growth and, and the growth of the crypto economy for that reason, because I have the opportunity to take ownership wherever I want. That's awesome too. Yeah. The, it seems like that is a, a crypto value um, across the board from, from everybody that I've spoken to uh, from 
you know, DAOs or, um, you know, company protocols or, and now Coinbase that that kind of level of responsibility, uh, is really promoted. So I'm, I'm glad to mm-hmm. hear that that's it maintained at Coinbase as well. Yeah. Um, there's, yeah, there's certainly nothing worse than a sense of learned helplessness within a company. Um, so yeah, that's awesome no. that it's actively promoted uh, to take responsibility and and do what you can to to have that owner mentality. Yeah, yeah, and just working with so many talented and driven and um, people who are very crypto first. Um, I think that also drives that as well. You really feel like you're at the forefront of something that it could be so incredible. And the more that you contribute to that, the better it's going to be. And it, it's very fulfilling. So what uh, what other exciting things are happening that um, we haven't touched on yet? We have a lot to look forward to in terms of just ramping up what we've been doing and and bringing it to a massive, more mainstream scale. Now that we're a public company, um, getting more as as a producer and working in marketing and media, um, getting a lot more uh, focus on that from the top down. I think uh, in our early stages of the company's growth, obviously we really need to make sure that we're focusing on the technology and making our product the best that it can be and our customer service the best that it can be. And now that we've scaled to a level where um, we have, we can prioritize our products and our, our customer service, but we also can prioritize our marketing and our media creation and distribution and telling stories. And so I'm so excited to, for, to have the resources to, um, to tell the stories of how crypto is benefiting people all over the world and to have the platform through Coinbase to, to have those stories be shared with millions of people. Um, I think, I think that's what the world needs right now is like we have the technology and it's still scary to a lot of people and how can we make it tangible and accessible? Um, and I, I think that's by the end of this year, we're going to see um, a lot more like mainstream crypto stories coming out of, of Coinbase. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's definitely what gets me uh, most fired up is, is figuring out ways to demystify um, you know, aspects of crypto, you know, with this podcast that we're doing right now. I mean, it's demystifying mm-hmm. the process to go from a non-crypto job to a, a crypto job. Um and yeah, thinking about ways to to make this very kind of out there concept of crypto more accessible to people who don't necessarily have a passion for finance or investments or things like that. You know, being able to communicate what the benefits are to them, um, and uh, you know, w- meet them where they're at, rather than explaining things from a perspective of somebody who has gone well down the rabbit hole, um, you know, I think is, is a pretty awesome problem to, to try to solve. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I'm really excited too. We have an arm of Coinbase called uh, give crypto. It's our, our charity. Uh, yeah, basically our, our crypto charity. And it's, I really love it because I'm a little skeptical of, of charities in general, um, just the way that they run. Like you never, 
quite feel like the money is going to like the individuals. And if it is, sometimes you feel like they're being told what to do with it. And I love the give crypto philosophy of we just give people money and we trust that they know what to do with it. And we we work with organizations to make sure that it's going into communities um, that are really going to benefit. But um, from hearing the stories coming out of that, that's what I'm so excited for the world to see is like, um, you know, it, we're making it so much easier to have um, pe- get people access to the global financial system. Um, and, you know, people in rural communities can can participate now and just kind of learning more about that has been very energizing. Is there anything else that, or any other advice or information about Coinbase that you'd like to share with people who are are contemplating um, putting their name in the hat for positions there? Yeah, I think um, just I mentioned this earlier. I would I would say if you have a genuine love of learning and continuous learning. Um, that's probably the strongest thing that you can bring to the table, regardless of where you're at in your crypto knowledge. Um, If you know nothing about crypto, but you come in and say, this is something I'm very interested in. Here's kind of what I know so far. and, And here's what I am inspired to learn more about. I think people are going to see that and say, um, you know, that's a builder. That's someone who, has an idea of what this could be and wants to bring it to life and is going to dive deep into whatever they need to know to make it happen. Um, so continuous learning, I mean, maybe that's just coming from me as, as like my favorite thing, but, um, yeah, that's my, and then also, um, just keep, I mean, there are a lot of opportunities here. So, um, if you see a job description that maybe like kind of applies to you, but not quite or something close, um, just apply and, you know, drop in notes about the things that you're passionate about and what you could bring to the table and and try to connect with people, um, you know, maybe try to meet with somebody and say, OK, you don't have this role on your page, but is there room for somebody like me anywhere? Um, and pr- most likely there is. Um, like I said, we're, we're just trying to grow and we're trying to, we're trying to make this as accessible to as many people as possible. So I think the more builders and people who are passionate about this, that we can get on board, the better. Nice. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to have this conversation. Um, did an awesome job answering, you know, and, uh, all these questions that I had about Coinbase and it sounds like a pretty great opportunity for people who are interested in, um, in working for Coinbase. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is a great conversation. And, um, if anybody ever wants to talk to me about culture and working at Coinbase, creative developer, whatever, um, always my, my Twitter DMS are always open. Excellent. And are there, (laughs) Uh, I guess one more thing is, are are there any specific positions that you guys are trying to fill right now that uh, if somebody listening is, you know, the, the fit for it, that they um, should have that, that awareness that, that they are the person that you are looking for? Is there anything that you want to kind of uh, yeah. fill right away? Yeah. I mean, honestly, creatives of all types, designers, UX designers, 
producers, video production people, always. Um, I'm always happy to connect and, and <laughs> always happy to connect with those kinds of people. And then um, for me personally, um, what I see the most need for is writers. If you have a crypto or a technical writing background, um, and especially if you can apply that to external facing content, um, and especially if you can apply that to content that is for people who are like newer to crypto. So taking these like really technical crypto concepts and drilling them down to the most simplified applicable form. Um, we need you like today. <laughs> so All right. yeah, writers for sure. Cool. All right. Well, and I've said it a few times, but thanks so much. And, um, I'll encourage people to get a hold of either you or any of the, the recruiters at Coinbase if they uh, get inspired by this conversation. And um, best of luck to everybody who who's going for a position here or, or in any position available in crypto. We need all the people we can get to keep building this out for the benefit of all. So thank you. Yeah, big plus one to that. And thank you so much.